Welcome back to Adventuring 101, where five misfits across Faerun try to get through Adventuring University. Hosted by the media group Beholder, our adventure. The last time we left off, Brightclaw has killed the Avatar Death. It was a big brain move by a big brain cat, and also, you know, the thief got away, but, you know, one thing at a time, little victories, little victories a day. Because who can say who can kill death? That's like some straight up Final Fantasy eight level shit. Like when you can go in and fight the devil in a, or it's basically a genie in a lamp. It was insane. Also wanted to bring up that the faculty came up and realized what happened. And Milo was sort of reprimanded, yet not really. You know, he's now accepted in the university. But Bright Claws is gaining through the ceremony spell. And last time we left off, Cosmo checked his head in and see that, unfortunately, the ooze that lives in Bright Claws's body is now manifesting and taking over the, the church and also symbiotically attached onto Jiraiya's face. And Cosmo has witnessed this and ready to fight back to save his tutor. Hope you enjoy the final part of our four-part saga of the Decamani Fools, Sempiot, version 2. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome once again back to Adventuring 101. This here lovely D&D podcast where uh, I, Robbie, your Dungeon Master, take these uh, four slash five wonderful people, misfits from across Faerun, through Adventuring University. Uh, we once again have a bit of an interesting show for you today, uh, everybody, who, uh, who might have seen the last episode or heard more rather appropriately. Uh, we have a couple of, we got a couple of things to deal with least to say. Um, but to start us off, first of all, why don't we introduce our players uh, once again. We have Stephen Mercer playing as Kazuma. Hi, this is Stephen. I would like to bring out that I I, I will uh, let you know that I want to say I appreciate all of you here right now. And I want to share you what is my favorite. I wanted to let you know what my favorite album is because I think music is important. And my one of my favorite albums, like two of my favorite albums, is "Bring Me the Horizon." That's the spirit, and Smashing Pumpkins, uh, "Melancholy: The Infinite Sadness," and, and yeah, and also Bon Jovi. But you know, hey, Bon Jovi's all right. Yeah, I love Bon Jovi. I dressed up as the, I dressed up as the Canadian tuxedo all through my high school. Excellent. I hope what is what is everyone else's favorite music? That's a good question. Why don't we uh, go ahead and ask Tyler McAwam, who plays as Marin Macus? Hey, um, uh, I guess right now my favorite music is "Song Machine" by the Gorillas. It's their newest oh. album. I think fully released the other day. happy, feeling glad I got sunshine. Yeah, that's the first song, but they're still making music. Future 
is coming. It's been like 20 years and they're still making music. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That is pretty nice, actually. Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever watched their music videos with their animated characters, but their animated characters are now actually 20 years older, so they look older. It's very strange. I didn't realize that. Actually, yeah, I do have, I do have their, uh, I do have a few, a couple of the records. Yeah, so yeah, if you go back and look at the very first music video and them now, it's very different. It's pretty awesome. It is. Cool. All right. And then we have, of course, Amanda Stewart playing as Luna Sage. What, what do you have to say about this album, Matter, Luna, or Music Matter? Well, modern music, I like Twerp, and the song that I like off of Twerp's albums is Atomic Karate, which should be Kazuma's theme song. I like that. Yeah, it is, it is his theme song. He works out all the time with it. I love, love Twerp. Yeah, he wants to be your love sensei. And my favorite uh, music would have to be the generation that uh, Rush, Pinball Wizard, and uh, Yell would be from. Dude, I didn't realize you had such good taste in me. And I got down. Her, her, her dad's a musician, and we first met uh, when uh, in high school. She, her, and I were just sharing music all the time. That's very adorable. Yeah, we know each other since fifteen years. That's like almost as old as me. Uh, it's old as Tyler. Not quite. I think you're a couple years off on that. But uh, speaking of nothing to do with anything, Elliot playing his bike claws. How you doing? <laughs> uh, a bit more evil than usual. Um, I things things are, you know, decently chill enough. Um, a ton of power, so that'll be fun. Um, so I, I actually have a question for you, uh, as Bright Claws. So we have, we have evil Bright Claws, and then we have good Bright Claws. I want to know, not just what Elliot, what Elliot's favorite music is. I want to know what would be good Bright Claws's favorite music and evil Bright Claws's favorite music. Um. Hmm. We're talking genre, right? Well, kind of like the artist kind of thing, like or oh, album, uh, artist, any any me? kind of thing. Um, from me personally, I like uh, Sabaton, specifically their Great War album, because it's historic and mean stuff, and is you know, it's I find it great because. It's one good music. Two, it highlights parts of history that I feel like nowadays we're on the verge of forgetting, despite everything. You know, it's just the greatest hits of the past nonsense that we should feel, you know, inspired by and glad that we don't have to deal with. And it's just, yeah, it's just cool. I don't know, good memes too. Um, good Bright Claws' favorite music. Um. I don't know about genre, but his favorite artist would definitely be uh, Toby Fox, I feel like, for a variety of reasons. Um, Evil Bright Claws. Oh, that one would be a bit harder. Wait, we could do characters as well? because I just I specifically wanted to know what good and bad Bright Claws would, would okay. listen to. Because right, I know Cosmo would listen to, uh, K- would listen to J-pop. Excellent. 
Right. So we have Toby Fox on one side. What's basically the opposite of Toby Fox? Hmm. Oh. Hmm. What would be the opposite? Uh. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna say. Um. Who are the guys who do the uh, Devil May Cry soundtrack? Because I feel like they're. Yeah, I'm gonna look up the artist right now. Who do the sound? Indeed, this is great games. Um, who do the devil make? Well, this is great content because. Yeah. Um. What? Just tell me the artists who do it. Jeez, internet, do not fail me here. <laughs> Okay, maybe we'll we'll get back to you on that one, Elliot. How about that? Okay, well, you know what? Fuck it. Whoever does the Devil May Cry music, there. Perfect. You know, no, specifically, Wait, no, you know, obviously the recent one. So, like, you Wait, know, hold on. I have uh, I have the song for like Devil Trigger on my Spotify. Let me look it up. It's the Camp. Okay, well, well, it's the Camp. When we get back to you, I guess you, Is Levi, you can. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, we, we probably shouldn't dilly dally on here for too long. Who who's next? Uh funnily enough, it's Zenith. Hi Zenith. Hey. Okay, so favorite artists. Okay, so uh I have been playing a lot of Doom recently, specifically Doom Eternal, and Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon is the shit. I concur. Yes, it's 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 fucking awesome. I've even been listening to some of the songs that I from games I don't well I don't have like I don't have Killer Instinct or Wolfenstein to the New Colossus yet, but I listened to like the songs on the album and I'm like, oh these are good. But Doom Eternal, man, oh that's that's good. That's too good. And the, I, fact I, yes. that, and the fact that Bethesda wants to cover this album up like it never existed is just why. Oh, wow, that's such a scummy move. Like, like, Shame. You, like, have you heard online where they're Bethesda's like trying to cover up the? Like, they deleted some guy's channel. He's he's like I don't know who the guy's name was, but he basically uploaded the music from Doom Eternal onto his channel, and everybody listened to it. Well, basically, Bethesda deleted him off the internet. Oh, that's probably because they want to sell it on, like, CDs or whatever. You know, usual corporate greed. Can, can Bethesda become any worse of a company? Oh, but you want to know something worse? You, you want to know something even worse? The, the soundtrack wasn't mixed by Mick Gordon. It was made by him, but it wasn't mixed by him. It was mixed by somebody else. And they did not do a good job of that's plus, sad. Plus, they probably will never put the soundtrack on Spotify or all that stuff. Oh, do you like the soundtrack I, I, to Breath of the Wild? I didn't listen to that yet. Very but, but relaxing. You, but you want to know something even worse? Is this just the lore of Bethesda episode? Mick, Mick Gordon <laughs> left. Mick Gordon left Bethesda. He's not going to do Doom again. No! However, there is another person that they got 
is also pretty good. He did the soundtrack for Dusk, I think. Andrew Holsh. I don't remember his name, but apparently, I I I I'm not, I'm not gonna say he is because I'm not totally sure. But I think he might become the next Doom composer. Cool. His music isn't bad. He also did like the remade Doom soundtrack. Like he did this album called Doom Rebuilt. Fantastic. Yeah. Point of the matter is, Doom music good. Yeah, let's let's get on to the campaign. And Cosmo's gonna is gonna rip and tear a cat if he hurts his buddy. And tear. Yeah. So um. <laughs> yeah. I love that cat. I love that line so much. Speaking of ripping and tearing, yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, we'll recap for everybody, uh, including ourselves, what's going on. So you know, things went actually quite all right at the museum. Harold got away; he's invisible. Nobody knows where he is. But the bright side is that uh, Milo is becoming a student at the academy. Uh, things went pretty well, and Bright Claws was going to turn back into chaotic good, except for the fact that he didn't. Uh, instead. He, like, opened a wound on himself and allowed Black Goop to uh, go all kind of... I don't know what you describe it as. It's back to that weird masked creature from Inuyasha. Um, it's currently possessing the bodies of uh, three various students, one of which is Jiraiya, who tried to get Bright Claws to atone for his sins. Now Bright Claws is kind of, like, spreading his black goo all over the place. Kazuma's the only one that's there. Muna and Marin are having dinner, I guess. Uh, Milo's getting some paperwork done. Luna's getting dinner for Kazuma and, and uh, Brightclaws. I see. So we are going to jump right back into uh, Kazuma, who has just thrown an axe at Brightclaws, dry his body, uh, which is animated, has uh, blocked it, but it didn't seem to wound her. Uh, Jiraiya and the other two figures in this room, not looking too hot. They're, uh, just kind of, they don't, you know, you can't tell if they're alive or dead, but they're definitely not in control of their bodies. They're, so they're like two unnamed P NPCs and Jiraiya. Yes. Two schmucks and the important, uh, bay. Okay. So we're, we're in this cathedral. It looks like Venom came over everywhere. And Bright Claws is in the center, and he's and he's the son of a bitch that Cosmo. It's a symbiote orgy up in here. Okay, well then, Cosmo's going to be the fun police and bust this orgy down. Uh, for the and and for the Lord. So he 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 busts down the door, throws his axe at Bright Claws, and it bounces off Drya because he's using it as uh, these people as his body shield. Um, Cosmo, with inside him. A fire erupts in his chest, and he and his eyes just lit up, and he's like, "You son of a bitch, Brightclaws! You cocksucker! You motherfucker! I will fucking kill you for this! You do not deserve! You do not deserve being this! I will fucking end you if you hurt Jiraiya!" So Cosma grabs Jiraiya, and he wants to use all his speed to rip her right out. Okay. Yeah. I will have you make a athletics check. A dirty 20. Okay. Uh, there's kind of this fluid of tentacle black goop that is kind of connected to it, connecting to it and all over. You rip her from it, 
Uh, she's basically just like a sack of potatoes, and you just run out of the room. Well, because, yeah, like right now, I, a risk assessment dictates that I should, like, what we learn, like, uh, we do time skips kind of um, going on here. And so we might have learned about risk assessment. So the most important thing is this is too dangerous for Cosmo. So he's going to save someone and come back with more power. All right. So he's just going to rip. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, it's just, um, am I fully healed? Yes. Oh, I'm going to mark that down. Okay, so Kazuma rips it and he goes right out the door and cl- shuts it and he tries to uh, wake Jiraiya up. Like he yeah, Jiraiya's not waking up, but uh, as uh, I forgot to mention the recap, you are in the clerical factory, fac- faculty, faculty building where there's just clerics kind of minding their own business. And Cosmo's like, hey, motherfucker, wake, come here and help dry out. Carl comes over. Carl, fucking wake her up. Do something. What, what's going on, man? Bright Claws, like, he opens, he cracks the door open and looks at, like, he points and just, like, shows Carl a little bit, like, see? Oh, shit. He slams the door and fucking wake her up. Do something. Um... <laughs> Koga, uh, uh, uh. slaps him. Wake smart enough and do something. He will touch Jiraiya on the forehead. Jiraiya, uh, you see the color return to her eyes a little bit, but she still seems unconscious. Says, it's the best I can do, man. Uh, uh, uh Carl, like, I look at Carl and be like, oh, I guess it's just you and me. <laughs> but no, it's not. Like, he points to everybody in this room. Oh, oh, um, hey guys, uh, there's a thing going on in there, that room. <laughs> and, and, and what is everyone's reaction? Um, over time, you kind of like, uh, you start gathering a crowd. This oh, no, guy... I, make it, I make it a scene. I'm going Karen, I'm full blow Karen, go uh, tantrum, tantrum. Like, there's a fucking cat shoving ooze down people's throats. I would like to know, by the way, what Bright Claws is doing at this time. Uh, so there's the black goo everywhere, right? Yep. You're more or less in control right, of there... it. Okay, is there anybody else here? No, uh, basically, Kazuma took one of your thralls, but, uh, you still have these uh... that you're kind of, uh, controlling. So I'll tell you, I'll give you a detail on what powers you have here, Bright Claws, because things have, uh, kind of okay. shifted around a little bit for you. So, you right. can cast as an action, so that would be instead of your attack action and stuff, uh, you can cast Black Tentacles and Vampiric Touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot currently use your stand, but you can use uh, your bonus action to control either of these uh, zombies that you've created, more or less. Oh, did I kill people? Nah, no, you know that you have uh, consumed the consciousness, at least for now, at least. So, uh, yeah. Uh, they are under your control. Okay, they're effectively zombies. Uh, they're just not very powerful. Yeah. But they are your thralls, and you can control them as a bonus action. Make them attack and do stuff and give them vague orders, as long as they're within a certain, like, let's say, 40 feet of you. Um, you can also use your reaction... Uh, to kind of use them as human shields, if you want one of them. Uh, so you can do that as well. Uh, 
You can also use these uh, this black goop as legs for yourself. Uh, and you can basically become a giant octopus. Not not cool. necessarily um, like in terms of the creature, but you have giant octopus arms. Instead of octopus, I'll do you one better. Um, I shall create for myself, if possible, using the black tentacles, a cat. A very big cat. So are you saying that you're going to turn yourself into a giant cat? This is Bloodborne, isn't it? This is this is straight up from Bloodborne. Yes, yeah, specifically a giant, you know, tentacly cat. I'm going to say a bit evocative of a sphinx, but instead of wings, you know, it's the tails. And the tails are tentacles. And, you know, probably multi-eyed because, you know... Uh, Lovecraftian boss monster and slightly opposable. Like, obviously, the hands wouldn't be like cat paws, it'd be tabaxi hands. Of course. So, you're basically just turning yourself into a giant multi eyed standing cat monster? Probably. Um, so I get it. Am I stuck with the amount of hit points I currently have? That's a great question, Elliot. Or, or like, I, I mean, I'm more talking about my hit point maximum is like temporarily better to have more armor class or something I'm, I'm just trying to know the details like what i have here yes that is that's valid no. that's perfectly valid um hmm i'm just considering kind of what uh what we got because this is not how i plan for this to go but is this ever how i plan for this to go the answer is no this is once again another boss fight against bright claws yeah, well, this time we're not going to be so kind with them. Am I here? All right. <laughs> you uh, are. Uh, you guys definitely hear some commotion coming from the, or the, at least Luna does. Um, we'll get to you guys in a sec. Don't you worry. But uh, Bright Claws, I will give you. I will give you the following statistics uh, while it's kind of valid uh, for the moment. So, <clears throat> your current hit points at the moment. While this super effect seems to last, is uh, 100. Your armor class is 14. Yeah, no, like it's 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 choice. I don't mind my armor class is down by two. Like most of it is agility, and I've lost my agility probably. No, you are yeah. Uh, you're compensating right agility with sheer size, and you have mass. You have more mass. Yeah, you're right. a thick uh, boy. Obviously. Um, oh, uh, movement speed. Is movement speed the same? Uh, you can get a... Yeah, I think movement speed will be the same. Uh, I'm basing this off of a golem at the moment. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Fuck it. Let's see how that goes. Uh, I'll also give you immunity to a bunch of stuff, and I'll tell you what later. Or just, uh, okay, cool. That seems... That's, that's, All that's right. the worst that could happen. Uh, yeah. yeah, actually, I'm kind of going to drop the whole school on you there, boy. True. Yeah, don't, don't underestimate me. So, right. uh, uh, you, 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 should, you should underestimate him. You, should, you are uh, currently coalescing into this being, Bright Claws, in this room, whilst uh, everybody is kind of surrounding this uh, chasm as he's making a scene. Kazuma, the various students, the clerical students, and a couple of paladins, they part through 
uh, to let this figure through. This old man, he's kind of this balding dude. Uh, he looks like a cleric for sure. He's in chainmail. And he says, what is the meaning of this? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I mean, oh, I, oh, wait, there's no Jesus in this place. Um, oh, Paylor. Uh, oh, oh, Paylor. Um, I look, I grab him and I'm, I'm like, I, I crack the door open and do the same thing with Carl. Like, I point like this. Oh, oh shit. Man. He closes the door again. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's the thing. There's a thing. This is, it's literally a giant pl- technical cat monster in there. Sound the alarm. Yes, sound the alarms. So a bunch of the students start running. Uh, and you hear bells starting to go off at the universe throughout the academy. Uh, I look at the clerical teacher and I says, help Jiraiya out, please. He uh, snaps his fingers and two of the clerical students will take Jiraiya off. And says, everybody, we must get ready for a fight. I need a weapon. I, I lost it. But you are a monk, are you not? I, I just, I just like an axe. It was my, it was my mom. Get yeah. your own weapon. Oh, okay. My mom would be so disappointed. Wonder how she's doing right now. All right, let's. All right, I, I, I ready myself up. I hope Luna and Marin gets their butts over here because I'm gonna yeah. kill this son of a bitch. So alarm bells start ringing throughout the university. Uh, and through one matter or another, the uh, all the animated armors, all the security. Everybody starts going to the to the cathedral. Uh, we had a short rest in between. Yes. Right. Okay. So uh, everybody is now aware that everybody's, uh, at least like most of the senior students, especially in the constructs, are going to the cathedral. What you guys know is where Bright Claws is. Yeah, I'll probably go with slowly though. I'm still <laughs> tuckered out. Milo, you're gonna head up. Oh yeah, sure. All right. I'm trying to remember where. Remind me where he. Where is my character? Uh, you were down getting your paperwork done, but it seems there's an alarm going off, and everybody's running upstairs. Right. I guess I. Oh shit. Guess I have to go along with everybody. Uh, Bright Claws, I would like to know. Are you choosing to continue to form up? Um, I want to get into my boss mode, you know. You're going full boss mode? Yes, after I'm done getting into the forum I have detailed, probably going to try and break out the cathedral, then beeline for the dungeon. Also because... I know that it's dangerous for them as it is for me, but I'm betting right now that with my new form, I can probably survive it way easier than they can and gain new thralls that I don't feel bad about making thralls. I have a question. <laughs> I have a legitimate question to Elliot from Steven. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you like retiring Bright Claws or something? Because, you know, this is unacceptable. This, oh, no. this is unforgivable, right? I'm trying, uh, trying to actually. Like, I'm, talking, right? I, know this, I know this is evil, Bright Claws, but I'm just trying to straight up say to Elliot about the um, episode seven actions and consequences. As always, actions and consequences. Uh, as far as I see, Bright Claws' actions one, he's obviously not in his right state of mind. Two, 
right now is more the goo doing the heavy lifting than he is. It's is just I don't know. It's probably fifty fifty. But like I said, Bright Claws is also evil now, so it's seventy five percent not Bright Claws, and like twenty five percent Bright Claws just manipulating actions. But I, I don't know. Bright Claws Ellie? could die. He might. Yeah. I'm just gonna let you know, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna ask Robbie for this consent. I'm going to kill your character. Oh, don't worry. Is that consent? Is that it. all right with you, Elliot? No, Robbie. We're in a church. I'm pretty sure Claret can revive me. And also, well, technically you true. To, you don't have to kill him if you just knock him unconscious. Like his health to zero. All right, let's let's do this. Yep. Yeah, FYI, Bright Clothes isn't planning on killing anyone. The lawful part of the lawful evil sting in. He just wants them to get out of his way. He will kill though if he absolutely has to right now. So. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't mind. Let's let's begin. So as a right. Bright Claws's body kind of hardens and becomes even larger, uh, <clears throat> your hit point pool increases. You are amassing power. Like I said, you kind of go in stupid Super Saiyan. You're becoming super powerful the more time you take. So uh, your health is now up to 200 as you burst out of this room. Uh, and everybody just has to stand back. All of you are there, by the way. You're all kind of outside of the shrine uh, by the time that everything happens. And this giant, black, goopy cat followed by two thralls just bursts out of the room and towers over you. It is a large size. It is like an ogre. Oh, dear. I guess this means that Kazuma, uh, that uh, Bright Claws won't be getting his milk. Ah. Damn it. Um, is my strength still 15, or? Uh, your armor class, uh, we'll say it increases to 16, just because you have more thick. I, I, I was more thinking about my strength. Uh, is that all modified, just because of how big I am? Or, um, I, I'm more thinking no. about my melee attacks right now. Okay, so I still, despite being so big, I still only deal 1d4 plus 2. Um, I have. I also have to like. Uh, you know, that's so. a good point. You know, let's just, just because I'm about to throw the entire academy at you, Bright Claws. Um, let's give you a D8, just temporarily. Let's just stack on more stuff. Uh, is that D8 replacing the D4 in addition to the D4? Replacing. Okay. Um, I remember where the entrance to like the dungeon is right vaguely yes okay cool um oh yeah can i sense any negative energy right now i would describe negative energy uh the bad vibes from that crystal i'm trying to see if i can feel those vibes you know if there's any sources of energy like it on the campus so i can attain more power give me an insight check or better yet a perception whatever's higher all right. Um, oh, wow. I got that one. No idea. Okay, cool. Fuck it. I'll figure that out later. I mean, I'm still getting used to this after all. I'm obviously not going to master everything first. All right, to the dungeon it is. And I will start sprinting there and try to... I, I guess have the thralls climb on my back so that they can keep up. Okay. So as you are starting to leave... Uh... This, uh, somebody steps out in front of you and says, You, whoever you are, halt right there. Hmm? 
Uh-huh. Meow. I'm Francois Cleus, and I am the manager of this faculty. What are you doing, and who are you? What is the meaning of this? Can I? Am I with Francois Cleese? Yeah, there's at least about 50 people around Francois, in, like, in this room. Uh, Francois, stop asking questions. Fucking attack it. And I, and I, I do an anime. Ju- I start running up and I'll do a, 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 a double kick in its face. Super I, I, ju- I, I do a jump and I do a two, uh, two pu- uh, kicks in its face. Okay, I got a... I didn't pass that DC, unfortunately. I got a 7 and a, and a 10. Yeah, you uh, you try to punch him right uh, there. No, I do a, I, I do a running and do two kicks, and I probably like didn't realize the thickness or something. And, and you, like, you just tap some hard goop, and you fall to the floor. Can I do a cool backflip? <laughs> no, because your attacks were so feeble. Oh, I can't do a cool backflip. All right, cool. cheerleading. Um, oh, okay. uh, could I just you know maybe put my paw down on him? Just because, like pet him? lands. No, he wants to stop me. He's trying to put me. He's trying to stop me. No, just lightly. Then probably use vampiric touch. Oh, on Francois. Oh, right. How many times? Um. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, let me get vampiric touch. All right, make your melee spell attack, which is uh, what's higher, your intelligence or your charisma? Oh, charisma, I believe. Back cool. Like charisma. So it's your proficiency bonus plus your charisma to attack Francois. My charisma plus proficiency? Uh, my charisma is two. Uh, my proficiency is two, so that's 11 so overall. What? 11 overall? Yeah, that does not work, sadly. You try to whack him, and he brushes it off. I fireball. I and I breathe his. I breathe fire under his belly. Um, does anybody else before you do that? Does anybody else do anything with super bright claws? You said that everyone's here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna take a little bit of time. You fucking I'm, simp. I could. I wasn't able to draw the avatar of death, so I got to make up for it by drawing, you know, this avatar of bright claws. All right, <laughs> you start scribbling it very, very quickly. Luna wants to stay behind and just make sure nothing happens, and just like shoots with her bow and arrow if okay. she has to. Uh, Milo, what are you doing? Well, uh, I guess the best choice of action would be to hide and just do reconnaissance. Just kind of watch from the wings, see what happens. Yeah. Although I, I am, although I am a bit concerned. I mean, that's fair. Um, FYI, to everyone, I'm about to pull a pro gamer move uh, next turn, so watch out. No. <clears throat> when you say pro gamer move, I've figured out a way I can synergize some of my skills to do something that's absolutely insane. I want to. Fu- I was going to fire breath his stomach. Then uh, do uh, that in that case. All right, he needs to beat a DC okay, 12. So, um, I have, uh, what's that ability, that little ability called? Uh, yes, action surge, where I get an additional action, right? 
Mm-hmm. My first you got to um, do a DC 12. What is it? Dex save? Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, let me just do the save. Uh, 17 on the die. Okay, he has three damage. I, I fire breath his belly. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I look at I look at that um, abomination. And it's like it's like, uh, and I try to just basically rally the the school. And I says, "Fucking kill that thing." He is. And I look at Bright Claws and I say to him, "You are not going to get away from this." You. No, I'm screaming at the the, the mass. And I says, "You hurt." Jariah, and I'm going to fucking hurt you again. This is what you promised me. You want to do this, and you broke up a dragonborn promise. It's unforgivable. It's absolutely unforgivable. Meow. Fuck you, and I'm going to fucking kill you. Does 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 um does does um does uh, Ela Kubrick see this? Uh yeah, Ely Cooper's there. He's more focused on Bright Claws not dying. Or you and everybody else not dying more rather. I'm like, Master, I need your help. I I'm asking Ela Kubrick. Like, yeah, I'll let uh basically Bright Claws in this quick moment, you can have uh since you described it as a pro gamer move. You got fifty people surrounding you at least, including many of the senior staff in Barthanax. What do you do? So here's what I do. As, um, okay, Sue, as state, oh, okay, as stated with uh, feline agility, um, it doubles your movement speed until the end of the turn, right? Mm-hmm. So, here's what I'm going to do. Obviously, I'm moving. I will use my action to dash. I will then use second wind to, uh, I'll take another dash, if at all possible. Under disengaging? Yes, I'm with feline agility. Um, so two sixties would together be one twenty. Uh, doubled is two hundred and forty movement in a single turn. You don't disengage. You're taking fifty opportunity attacks. Um, how pow- Okay, sorry. How powerful are the people in the room right now? So I'll tell you among the people you see. Am I the weakest one in the room? Probably. Next to Carl. Yeah. <laughs> and Carl waves to oh, you. Carl! So, uh... You have in the room with you Francois Cleese, uh, who is apparently the leader of the cleric faculty. You have Barthanax. You have... Uh, you also seem to have Ile uh, Coubre. Uh, and those are just some of the staff. You also uh, recognize probably some of the senior students that you've seen around, including Jariah's party, uh, the Balder Bunch, and the Valcor Four. Okay, I only have 200. I'm not worried about most people, but Barthanax is a bit of a worry. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did, did Robbie say you had, a two, you had 100, or do you have 200 health? 200. Okay, I was just like, when you said 100, I was like... No, I, I did so, say that uh, since he was taking more time, uh, he would get 200. Okay, sorry. Alright, um, okay, I guess in that case I'll use my second win action to disengage. So I can use 120 movement uh, without getting interrupted. 
Okay, so you just yeet out of there. Okay, so you... Oh, and I will leave... Uh, sorry, I will drop my two thralls at the entrance to, you know, buy time. Fair enough. So you start... To, this massive black cat just zips out, start going out through the cathedral doors. It passes through everybody. Everybody's covered in goop. It's awful. However, from out in the, uh, the crowd... Uh, a couple of beams start shooting outwards. Good. So uh, you see, Barthanax has uh, let a couple of rays go, uh, and we'll see which one of those rays it is. Uh, let me just see here. I need you to make a con save for me, there, Brightclaws. Got a two. Okay, you. Uh, so a bright yellow beam passes out of Barthanax's eye and strikes you right in the back, and you are paralyzed. Okay. Curious. Is this before or after I've ran 120? Uh, this is after you've run of a hat, uh, 120. Okay, because, you know... He's running after you. If that disengaged... Okay, I'm just saying, because, you know, that disengaged didn't actually do anything. I would be, like... No, this is I mean, like I wouldn't uh, bring you into game. No, this is uh like you've disengaged and you're running away. He's just flying after you um, as best you can. Oh, oh, I think uh the cathedral, right? Um, yes. Uh, would he have line of sight depending on how far away I moved? Because I wouldn't uh, remain in line of sight of him. Uh, that's a good point. Let me see here. I'm, I'm not just running a straight line. You hold it. Do have a lot of eyes? Yeah, he also has 22 per passive perception. I will say that he, uh, okay. he has managed to kind of get an angle on you, uh, and he has struck you. Right, fair enough, fair enough. You're, you're kind of fucked, we could say that. I'd also like you to make a... Uh, let's see here. Uh, I have to roll a lot of dice. That's always good fun. Uh, more specifically, I have to roll 10d8. Bright Claws, you take 51 points of damage. As a disintegration ray comes for you. And then, 30 necrotic. So 80, 81 overall. So that's, but that's Barthanax. I'm pretty sure I'm out of range of pretty much everyone else. I ran 120. Yeah, you are, uh, a couple of arrows will sail for you. Um, but otherwise, not many other people are going to be able to catch up with you. However, Ilikurb is, uh, definitely, uh, taking flight. He zips out of the room, and he's chasing you, uh, as are a couple of other students. What do the rest of you guys do? The principal, a bard of inspiration. Uh, the principal isn't present at the moment. No, the, the beholder guy. Hmm, okay. I am chasing after Brightclaws with... I'm I'm just like um animalistically running with all fours. And I'm just um doing the same thing what Eula Kubrick like zipping around and I'm just screaming at him. I'm just screaming and just like I'm going to kill him. Well, I think the best thing the best move Luna could do is help Barthanax because if she helps Barthanax then Barthanax gets stronger. Fair not enough. Very, she's not very strong at her own. 
Yeah, Marin's going to c- continue to play the ranger, at least in front of everyone else. Um, I don't want them to know about my new powers, because I feel like they're not going to react very well, <laughs> given their reaction to Bright Claws over here. So I'm just going to kind of sink back slowly, acting as if I can't do anything. Cool. I mean, that's fair enough. Um, and then what about Milo? Is Milo going to do anything, or are you just going to chill out? I think I watched enough. I think I watched enough. I'm going to try and do a sneak attack. So you want to, uh, you will have to, uh, you, yeah, so if you want to try a, uh, I'll say Ulukub is probably close enough that you can probably try to, uh, just because we're kind of playing off of it. If you want to dash, right class is quite far away. You will need to go a significant distance and basically use your whole turn to follow him. But otherwise, you can get uh, up next to him. Not attack this round, but you will be very close. All right, I use Dash to get up next to him. Excellent. So now, as all of these students start running after Bright Claws, what do you do? Bright Claws? Anti Claws? Okay, I'm, s- I'm still heading towards the thing. Yes, and uh, you have uh, Elikubra and Kazuma approaching you, but you see that Zenith, Milo, is right next to you. Okay, I have. I would like to tell them, I have no interest in fighting. It's 50% me right now, 50% this blackness. It's all I can do to steer it away from you. Don't follow me. I don't want to hurt you. And then I'm going to continue running towards the dungeon. Are you going to take an attack of opportunity, Milo? Now I'm going to watch a bit more. I want to see where this goes. Are you? Okay. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Um, All right. You just what, keep going. Robbie. Yes. Um, I'm kind of having a hard time following along. Could we roll initiative or what's going on? Because I'm having a bit of a hard uh, time. Yeah. Basically, I'm not, I'm, 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 not trying, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just, I'm losing a little track here. That's fair enough. I will describe the situation as it goes. So Bright Claws has managed to get out of the cathedral. He is moving, uh, uh, he is moving through the academy. Uh, and with all of his speed, in probably about two turns, he will reach the entrance to the deep that you guys got into before. Several other students, uh, which includes Milo, uh, yourself, and Ilkub, are chasing after Bright Claws, while everybody else is still in the cathedral, more or less, unless they're specifically following him. So, uh, yeah, that is basically what you, the situation you find yourself in. Uh, and I'm basically allowing it so that, you know, Bright Claws can do his thing, then you guys do your thing, and then I'll have the NPCs do their thing. How does that sound? That's fine. Okay, fantastic. So it is your guys' go-around if you want to do anything specifically. Uh, okay. So that Kazuma has the opportunity to uh, get up next to uh, Bright Claws if he uses a key point to dash. I use the key point and all like my key energy and stars fly out of me and I'm just with and tears in my eyes and I grab him by the tail. I want a giant black goopy tail. I want to suplex the cat. Okay, the the large sized cat? Absolutely. Yeah. Give me uh, an attack roll, I guess. Yeah, I'm doing rules of nature on him. Oh my god. I got I got a twenty one. So let me ask you this. Are your attacks magical? No, uh, I, that's oh, for God's sakes! 
No, they're not. All right. You try to suplex, just leap onto his back. But uh, No, I grab him by the tail. I want to like throw him over with like Oh, I see. <laughs> so you try to grab him by the tail and throw him, but you realize this group has created some kind of barrier around him, obviously. Uh and you can't get a grip on him. Well, okay. That's fucking fantastic. What can I do? Just run after him? Punch him? Uh, I Yeah, well, maybe that wouldn't work. So I, I already used my action. Or can I pun- attack him? Uh, if you're gonna... Yeah, I think that is pretty much your, your turn. It seems that he has some immunity to non-magical attacks. I, well, I, I look... Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of behind Brightclaws, so... Milo, so I'm with Milo's round with Milo, so can he still do a sneak attack? Uh, I think Milo let him go, didn't he? Yeah, Milo let him go, so he's uh, he's he's moving on. Um, do I know where Brightclaws is headed? Uh, not quite, but if you follow, uh, you can easily, like, fo- I mean, he's hard to miss uh, if you want to attempt to follow him. I'm going to go in there same direction, but I'm not going to be dashing. I'm just going to... Okay. I'm gonna reach there eventually, but I don't want to. I don't want to take part in the fight because I realize that I'm either gonna die or like I'm just gonna be useless. So I'm just gonna follow from behind and maybe help when I can later. Fair enough, uh, Luna. Yeah. Uh, are you going to do anything particular? Or are you just gonna sit in the cathedral? Um... Or do you want to chase Sprite Claws? Is there? Can I try and get to the principal? Uh, you can go maybe, yeah, if you want to go start taking your full turn, start running up the stairs, get up to the, like, fifth terrace, uh, you can attempt to alert the principal, yeah. I want to do that. Okay, you start running. Uh, Milo, are you doing anything particular? I don't know, honestly. I want to attack Bright Claws, but at the same time, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I'm going to attack him. Okay. You did see him that uh, that um, uh, Kazuma's punches were not able to uh, hit him, so he does have some kind of immunity to non-magical attacks. But if you have any magic or magical items or magical weapons, that might do something. Let let me see what I have in my arsenal. Let's see. You do have that glove, remember? Oh yeah, the glove. What was it? Gloves of magic dispelling. Clubs of magic. Oh, right. Wait, what if I use that with my short sword? What would that do? Here's what I can suggest you can do. Uh, you can attempt to use it as an actual attack against Bright Claws. So I could basically just punch him with it. Basically. Okay, then. You know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to punch. I'm going to punch Bright Claws in the face with the gloves of Ugh. magic dispelling. Gloves of magic dispelling. So uh, with those gloves, you can. it's a plus five bonus to do this. Uh, so basically roll a d20 and add plus five. Oh, shit. Oh, shit? I got a d20. You got a nat 20? Yes. Oh. This is not good for me. So uh, you bas- so you basically just try to leap up and punch Bright Claws in the face with these magic dispelling gloves. That's what you do. That's exactly what you do. So you guys, uh, you see Milo suddenly leap up 
Uh, you don't. You never know. He had this agility before. He leaps up in front of Bright Claws after running after him, and uh, just starts going as uh, Zena so well described. Ora, 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 all over his face. Oh no, 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 no! He starts punching away at the goop, and as he does so, his gloves start lighting up with magic, and it seems that uh, it's whittling, whittling away at this layer of goop that Bright Claws is enclosing himself with, to where you can actually start seeing him through the holes. Um, I'll need to correct this. Indeed. With that, though, uh, it'll be Ilikub's turn as he comes up, and he's going to do an aura, aura, aura of his own. So after one aura, 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 he does an- he does his aura, 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 uh, and he is going to punch you several times there, Bright Claws. Wonderful. Uh, how much damage then? I will reveal that information to you. Uh, so first one is uh, thirteen. Oof. Uh, then a fifteen. Of damage. Yep. Jesus. He got a he got a nat twenty. Whoa. There goes my hero. Uh, and I'd like you to make a. Uh, what the heck is it? What's the what's what I'm looking for? Stunning strike. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, I would like you to make a Constitution saving throw. All right then. And that's a ten on the die. A plus my con. That would be a plus three save for Constitution. So that's 13 overall. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't think 13 is going to do it. So Master Akub, he leaps up at you, Bright Claws, after uh, it seems that uh, Zena, uh, Milo's attacks managed to give him just enough of an opening to uh, punch past all of your goop protection. Uh, and he strikes you right directly in the back between your shoulder blades. Uh, and you feel yourself just v- a vibrate, a b- giant vibration go up and down your body. It makes your fur stand on end. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, what happened? Oh, Am I dead? No. Uh, you are not oh. dead, but you are at zero hit points. Oh, and, fuck. And uh, you're... Oh. you're uh, you just... Where's your fucking lations? Now there's nobody controlling it. And you just kind of fall down. The the goop kind of goes gently down uh, towards the ground there, Bright Claws, and it lowers you. uh, And it just kind of starts bubbling at everybody's feet. It doesn't really particularly do anything at first, but um, uh, Master Koob is now... Wait, what happened to the fucking throws I left behind? Uh... Looting. You just disappear from the story. You're not quite sure, because uh, you are not there at the moment. However, uh, <clears throat> the Master Koopa kind of, like, get everybody away from the black goop and, like, throw Bright Claws out of it. Uh, Bright Claws is stabilized by Master Koopa, because he's proficient in medicine. I 
I go up to Master Kuba and I, I, I wanted to like, I, I have this rage in my eyes and I, I ready my fist over his eyes. Am I alive? You are alive. Uh, you are not. My you, are, you are unconscious. I ready my fist and I'm ready to about to do a delivering Grudetoff fun, a final punch over his face and just pause for a few minutes. By this time, Luna comes down with the dean. Uh, the various many paladins and clerics and other students come out, and they start to basically burn away uh, this corruptive goop. And then all the other, you guys all kind of come to surround Bright Claws. I I'm still ready to punch him, but I my I'm just crying over him. Wait, does that mean Bright Claws may have been cured by the goop? Master Coop says he he won't wake up for a while. We're okay. I'm going to make sure he'll him. never wake. You are not to kill him, Kazma. I, I look. I, I stand up. I look at Elo Kubrick straight to his face. He says, "You fucking serious?" Kazma, I, don't kill people. I mean, you can talk it out with them. I incinerated a a cult. You think I can do this? I can. Ins- I am. And it, uh, I, I will def. I will kill the one who defeated death, and I'll kill Avalanche, and I'll kill, I'll kill everyone in that fucking distillery, and I'll kill, I will kill him. I. Man's gonna come in. He's gonna like. He's gonna pat. Uh, he's gonna pat Cosmo on the shoulder. He's just gonna try to like slowly and very softly push him away from uh, Bright Claws' unconscious body. He's like, it's okay. Just chill for a second. All right. Just have a sit down. Have a sit down. It's all right. He killed Dariah. Yeah. She's she's not dead. It's okay. She's no, not dead. No, right? where is she? Where is she? Uh, she was hauled off for medical attention. You don't know where she is. She's a, no she's more. Okay. She's yeah. getting hauled no, no. It's not that. Hey, Kazuma, you don't know that. No, this ha- convince him. And no. Is there any way to persuade? Uh, I want to do a persuasion role by comforting. Kazuma. Hey, it's more like a role play kind of kind of thing. You don't necessarily have to roll for it, but uh. I'm giving you a hug. Okay, Luna gives him a hug. Come on, Kazuma. We can go and see... uh, We can see Jiraiya after we get something to eat. I look, I'm like, my eyes are dead straight at Bright Claw's um, conscious body, and it's like, I look at Luna, and it says, he keeps doing this. I know. He keeps... No, Luna... Abuse, hey, don't, abuse. don't, like, maybe, maybe we could just, like, get him a detention in the dungeon, uh, in the, uh, portal place, right? A spanking or something? I don't, No, listen. the portals, Robbie, you know, the, the area. Yeah, you should throw him in the monster zoo. Yeah. The monster zoo? Yeah. You think that, he you has think? black, he has black ooze, we could we, show people the we, black ooze. Um, <laughs> so, guys? Um, I'm unconscious, right? Correct. I don't suppose in my unconscious state I could perhaps still be in contact with the black goo mentally. I mean, I did dream nonsense, I think, before. Uh, no, you're kind of less in like a dreaming state. You're just out cold at the moment. You're out like a okay, light. Okay, fair enough. I, 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 um, I, I'm, it's I've... not... If if I can continue, no, no, continue. Is it continue. still oh, acting right. independent of me? No. Uh, before it can kind of coalesce, uh, the various magical users, especially the clerics, are using magic to burn it away. 
All right. So, so your fate is in our hands. Can how I just... much black ooze is there? Like, is there like a limit to how much there was in his body? Like, say how much manifested via times time times like weight of blood equals how much is actually bright claws and how much is actually ooze? Yeah, it's basically like twice the mass of bright claws. Okay, worth so of goo. So his his so we established his ooze is somewhat of his skeleton system because that's where blood is kind of produced. Like the white map, like the marrow in your body and everything, is that correct? Or like he's More kind of sort of kind it, of yeah. We wouldn't so, really know because none of us are actually doctors. That's yeah, yeah. We're not we're not doctors, but you we uh, it's as, part of his body. Yeah, yeah. But as as the medically inc- like the medically inclined mindset as as I like Stephen. That's what I'm kind of wrapping my brain around with this. Um, I, I look at uh, Luna and Marin, and I said like he's not allowed in our group anymore. Oh, don't be too hasty. Don't forget. Like, there's Marin, been some, there's Mar- been some Mar- very strange Mar- things happening Marin, with Bright Claws. Marin, Marin, Marin. I don't believe it's we a can't, fault. We can't, we can't, we can't keep letting this happen. He's a, this is abuse. This is disgusting. Do you see this- how much goo is getting burned right now? Maybe it's gone. We don't know for sure. We need it's, to give it some time. Not- give it some time and maybe I we can come Marin to a decision later. The goo in him. No, he's, he's, more dem- he's more devilish. No one knows that yet. No, like, wasn't he in the same situation as me? Though? No, no, not really. It's a little different. Well, we'll it clarify that. Yeah, no one knows that yet. We'll clarify that in a minute. Come on, come on, Cosmo. Think about it. We're saying scenario. We just put him in the monster zoo. I shake my, I shake my claw. I I shake my my claws out, and I'm like, and and I'm just kind of like it's like a stressor. My hands are stressing in and out, and I'm trying to, and I'm. And I press it down and cause my hand to bleed a little. It's like, that's how angry I am. It's like, I'd like you to make a constitution save there, Kazma. I got a, I got a, I got a 17. Oh, uh, all right. It's just, it's just a swarm. He's just having like a, a, a he's having a bit of a, a mental breakdown. He looks at okay. his master, he's looking at his master and says, what should I do? So what your, what your master does is uh, he will, just shove a palm into your uh, chest, and you are unconscious. But he will <laughs> ensure that uh, you are taken care of. You are not killed at all. At all. You are you are very quickly stabilized. But uh, he, he just kind of does a slap. He just he just does loving like pat in the he chest. He just slaps you when you're unconscious. Oh man! Out of everything that could have happened, that's kind of cruel. I weigh like uh, like a, a WWE superstar. So who's going to catch me? Eh, you he might does. fall. Th- oh, he catches you. Oh, good. I was afraid that you would have just said it on the floor. It's me, Luna, and Akub. So I think between the three of us, we can probably make sure you don't hit your head on the ground. Yeah, three of you kind of collectively make just lie Kazuma down nicely, and Akub is like, pats his hand clean. He's like, ah, you know, he really should take some of those rage management courses. Agreed. Uh, why don't you, uh, you and I, uh, 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 Marin, try and convince him on that? Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll or maybe see how... fool him. Oh, go or ahead. maybe fool him into getting into one class and see how it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the bright class situation goes, and um, uh, if all goes well. Take Cosmo to like, hey, this is not the uh, magical girl fan club. <laughs> yeah, we have a, like we stage an intervention for you. 
you know, it's like a, it's like this is a this is a mental health this is a anger management class. And you guys leave. You guys leave and shut the door. Eventually, uh, the crowd's kind of dispersed by security, uh, and all the kind of the senior staff members start surrounding you. Uh, they will take all of you, including Milo, because he was kind of part of this too, since he's most associated with you guys. Uh, into uh, back into the clerical building, which is currently being cleansed with fire uh, in a safe way. Uh, and you would kind of basically both Kazuma and Bright Claws are kind of placed in the medical ward. Uh, Bright Claws has some very magical looking shackles put on him on his medical bed. Uh, among the people that are there are the Dean, Barthanex, Francois Cleese, uh, Chad Cheevan, uh, and several others. Every time I think of Chad Cheevan, he's doing the Chad pose. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I do. I wake up and I like. I want to wake up and. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you will. Uh, you are brought back up to normal health. Uh, who's with, who's on magic. my bedside? Uh, I know who's on your bedside. Don't say Carl. Don't say Carl. Don't say Carl. It's Carl. Oh, uh, uh, I wake up. it to me. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Ah, you're not Luna. <laughs> You're not, uh, you do see on the bed next to you, though, Kazuma, is a alive, seemingly but unconscious Jiraiya. I I, I I like scramble my way out of bed and just like kick Carl out and just. Like, I was like, no, no, man, you get ripped. Uh, and I I go up to uh, Jiraiya and give her a hug. She's non-responsive. Uh, like wake up. You also see the two other guys that uh, Bright Claws had been controlling. Oh no. Jara, Jara, wake up. Jara, wake up. Not waking up. Uh, Francois says, she will be fine, but uh, she needs her rest. She was uncontrolled, under the control of something very bad. Oh. And you oh. must take some rest too, whether physical or mental. Oh. Oh. He starts crying again. Oh, now I go, I go back, to, I go back to my bed and just like I look at uh, Carl and it's like, like this is not the same with my alpaca. You get your alpaca? My alp- I, I, I have a stuffed animal that I, my mom made me. Hey, that's cool. I can get it for you. Yeah, thanks. He'll walk off and to go grab it. Is there Jello? Yes, there's Jello. I just eat it like a beast. And I, and I look around and it's like, is there anything else before, or do I just like read the same magazine? I do. Is there any? I, okay. Is there is um is there anyone else with me? Well, everybody else is still in the room with you, but they're all surrounding Bright Claws at the moment. Once you kind of awake and calm down, everybody's attention turns to Bright Claws. Um, Francois speaks up, says, "This is very concerning. Uh, there is uh, something." I mean, we knew there was something not right with him, but uh, this is a little too much. I, I start, I start shuffling my way up and see the where the crowd is. And this is, and this is kind of like to all of you collectively. This, that fucking bastard should be killed, or uh, sent, or sent, or sent away to Waterdeep, or whatever, or Icewind Dale, or God knows the spine of the world. I don't give a shit. He should be thrown into us, into up the Icewind Dale, and never be seen again. Maybe you should take another lie down. You, 
We Marin? don't. We don't Marin? know all the facts yet. I I would give it some time. Are you serious? This is going to happen again. This is it. It might not. That's why are you? Why are you so defensive of him? Because he's my party member. Uh, before you become awake, Barthenex says, "I uh, I have an idea. It's a little unconventional." Go on. Uh, he takes out a pair of these same shackles, uh, and what he basically does is he puts both the ends of the shackles around Brightclaws's uh, leg, like the same leg, so it's not impeding his movement. Um, and then he seems to put something something else uh, kind of on him. And it, it takes him a couple of minutes as everybody's standing around, but he seems to be doing some sort of magical bullshit with it. Yeah, wizard shit. Wizard shit. Um, by the time he's done, Brightclaws, he will wake him. And you see everybody standing over you. All right. And we all have a homicidal look. Like that scene from this, like The Simpsons. Or The Avengers. Everybody's just staring at you, kind of ready to go, right, Claus? You yeah, are... well, like it, it's like The Avengers when Loki wakes up. Yeah. Um, you do not feel like you can awaken this power again right now. I don't really want to right now. <clears throat> I'd like to say, I warned you. That there was something inside of me, and you sent me away with two clerics and some stronger one. What did you think was going to happen? We thought that we might be able to finally find a cure for you. Also, I was going to get you some milk. Con- I want milk, and I'm thirsty. But if I would like to say... I have... No memory of what happened between now and when I was in that big black thing. Is There's, that a lie? Are the clerics? I like no, to, I like to do I literally a, wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I like to roll an insight. I'm using that to my advantage. I like to roll an insight. Sure. Okay, I got a three. This um, is fine. Okay. As I will continue to say, I hope the cleric's all right. I didn't want anyone to get hurt. I was doing my best. I could only run. The thing inside of me, it knows that while I'm in this eviler state, it has more hold on me, more purchase. When I was in that cathedral getting purged of it, it didn't want me to go back to normal. So, something happened. I lost memory for a good 15-20 seconds when I came to. Clerics around me were down in this mess, so I figured the only thing left to do was make sure I didn't hurt anyone else. Hence, I ran, as you all saw. I just thought if I could get into that dungeon, I could sequester myself away from everyone else in there and only be a threat to what is already a threat. Uh, Narian throws his hands up and says, like, this is why we tell people not to go in the deep. Bloody hell. You, you... I didn't say I went into the deep before now. You didn't... You very anyway. much seem to imply it. 
What do you think when you mean dungeon down oh, there? Really? Are there any other particularly large dungeons that you could lock yourself away in that nobody's dumb enough to enter? That he does have a point. There's only one within the immediate one mile vicinity. I know this place like the back exactly. of my hand. What's that mole? That's why I went there. It was the most secure location that you weren't likely to follow me to, and that I wasn't likely to get out of. Well, we can't have you just milling about in there. I know! I want this out of me! I asked before if it could get removed. The clerics didn't seem particularly concerned about it, and then this happened. I tried warning you all. It was all I could do after I'd started to stop it from taking complete control of me by riding the waves, as it were. So it's so it's so it's not so it's our fault, isn't it? Particularly, I'm not blaming you, Kazuma. I am, however, taking grievances at the administration, which didn't take my condition seriously the first time I brought it up, or the second time I brought it up. Well, you can, you do have. Listen, I'm pissed at you, but. It is. It's, um, I, I have a point. No, I'm going to agree with you here. Listen, we had to go out an outside third party, and Doombrinder pointed out what was really wrong with you. Did you went and have any? And I look at uh, I look at uh, Barthanex, and he's like, "Did he went in and you?" He said that you he you didn't register anything in him. You mean inside check? Uh, <laughs> and anybody that wants to can also make this inside check. I'll join in. Oh, I'm definitely fucking making it. I want answers, goddammit. I got 11. 10. Oh, uh, natural 20. I may finally 20. get my answers. Uh, Amanda? Yeah? Okay, I thought you were asleep for a second. Uh, do you want to do an insight check there, Amanda? Sure. 15! Plus insight. Okay. He, uh... So what's the highest insight out of all of you? I think it was an unnatural 20, wasn't it? Oh, that was me. Plus one. 16. You get the sense. You're not quite sure by cause. You get a bit of a weird sense from Barthanax, but you can't put your finger on anything. He's remaining silent, but he's not, uh, he's not showing whether or not he knows anything. It's sus. He's supposed to be the best wizard here, and yet he doesn't know what's wrong with me. Oh, okay, that at that point, very serious. At that point, spying. when you specifically say that, he says, "Okay, fine, fine." I I knew a bit. Excuse I didn't me. Real, I didn't realize how serious it was. There's things in the academy that are beyond the needs of other students. Uh, a couple of people look surprised at this. You note that Norian does not look surprised. Dorian, you have something to say? Barthanax is very correct. There are various matters within the academy that are not for younger students to need to worry about. Unfortunately, in this case, it seems to have worked to our detriment, which occasionally can happen, but it's for the safety of the rest of everybody else. We can think get things wrong, admittedly, from time to time, but fortunately, nobody was killed. You can thank me for that, I suppose. Or I suppose, not, this is true. Brightclaws, Brightclaws, if, if Dry doesn't wake up, you won't. I am perfectly fine with that. I don't think I could live with myself having killed someone so unnecessarily. She's my tutor. 
Francois, Francois speaks up and says, "Even, even, even I think that is kind of uh, weird." But uh, um, I, Kaz, I Luna, sl- Luna, slowly thinking to herself, like, like if there's even a chance that uh, Kazuma is falling in love with her, it's just like slowly but surely, she's just like he's not in love with me; he's in love with her, his tutor. Oof. 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 What's Milo's reaction, by the way? Is Milo having any what's Milo's reaction, by the way? Does Milo have any input on this or he's just kinda hanging out? I'm sorry, I'm just kind of focusing on other things. Uh no worries. What uh what's been so Basically you're all surrounding Bright Claws, and apparently Barthanax did know something about Bright Claws' condition. So I guess Doombringer is a better wizard. I guess I'm. I guess I'm shocked about this, or at least a little bit intrigued. I guess I get to tell Grandpa he outbested a beholder. And Barthas says, <laughs> "That's enough." Well, That's now that enough. we know a little bit of what this is, do you think we could get it out of him? Is it gone now? What do we know? What is this wizard you uh, spoke of? He's my grandpa. He's not actually his grandpa, more like adopted. Uh, Doombringer. No, I know Doombringer. He's nice. Yeah, he's, he's my grandpa. Yeah, 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 the Abbey who, um, the Abbey we were such on the mission for wanted to kill him. So. Oh, oh, uh, him and I played chess occasionally. Quite a nice man. Well, he, you know, he he, uh, I sometimes send him letters. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. I will have to talk with Doombringer, my old associate. Yeah, well, he did kind of like a he he he. Listen, Brightclaws did this a couple times. This evil bullshit. We like, like, and like, why are you like Brightclaws? Why are you fucking keep wanting to like, like kill us? Like this is not like I. I, I thought don't I, want to. Okay, okay, uh, okay. You don't want to. I listen. I, I I remember when we we finally like listen. I I believe you're still like I'm not. You know when you were unconscious, I was about to bash your head in, but I just started crying over you because I felt so fucking sad for you. I mean, I don't because I was unconscious. No, I know you because. Well, <laughs> technically, you wouldn't. You actually, this is interesting. This, this is, is interesting. This is actually an interesting little fact. You can still hear everything when you're unconscious. Huh. Actually, it's a real thing. So when anyway. you are doing first aid and someone's unconscious, you be very polite and you talk to them and you are very kind to them because they'll remember everything. Cool. So, <laughs> That's a good fact to know. Yeah, it is. It's it's just that. Sorry. Uh, besides that, like I, I, I felt like and I kind of like go up to Bright Claws and I look like I'm about to hit him and I just like pat him on the head. Aww. And I said, why? And I start roughing it. I'm like, what am I going to do with you? Parthenax speaks up and says, I, um, I, ha- I, have a, I, have, I think I have a bit of a rudimentary solution that I put on him for now. I fitted him with the dimensional shackles and modified it with some anti-divination magic. I believe well. that... Uh, never mind. Uh, basically, I think something is trying to contact Mr. Claus here. 
Oh, yeah, I got uh, some spam mail from some sort of extra-dimensional abomination. I'm sorry? I, uh, I think it offered me power, but I turned it down because it was clearly scam mail and probably one of my soul. And your soul is pretty, you know, important. I... Yeah, and, and then my grand cat came in, and uh, he banished him. Then grand cat disappeared, and I was sad, and I still am sad, and this is making me sad. Uh, oh, grand cat is just... Hmm. Well, hopefully it won't bother you anymore. Basically, what I've done is I've made it so that uh, whatever's trying to contact you, at least, at the very least, shouldn't be able to control you. Now all we have to do is go through your atonement ritual again. And I'll stand right beside you, Bright Claws. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get a wheelchair and I just kind of like put my prop my feet on Bright Claws's bed, acting all cool and shit. And you are still chained to the bed, by the way, Bright Claws. Yeah, figures. Uh, you will go through, uh, Francois will have you go through that atonement ritual for an hour again. Those of you who can who want to watch can. I will, just in case. And I'm just sitting there, like, looking at Bright Claws, like it's like a bar, like it's just like, um, with just, you know, a slumped chin and everything. I get the feeling something like that would make Marin very ill, so he's not going to attend. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Wait, they they know what's going on. Would they be able to recognize anything in Marin? Uh, he's. I guess he's leaving the room. So we'll maybe we'll get to that at another point. Um, but over the course of an hour, uh, and Zenith, do you want to stay for this ritual as well? Uh, nope. I'm going to go back and do paperwork. Okay. So kind of unceremoniously, uh, Milo just kind of pieces out of the room, and he will go down. Uh, just kind of, you just kind of peace out, leave everybody, and go do paperwork. Yeah, I do the like the fist raise when I see I see him leave, like <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yeah, and I'm like just like for like respect on that whole aura 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 against the gelatin. Respect. Yeah, respect, brah. Respect, brah. And with see? that, uh, Milo will go on to the wide world of paperwork, and uh, who knows. Perhaps Milo will be, uh, one of these days, a bit of a reoccurrence throughout our campaign. We'll have to find out. Um, uh, with that, over the course of an hour, though, Bright Claws, you are back to chaotic good. Oh. It only took an entire episode. At least for not Dungeons and Daddies, it'll take five episodes, am I right? I don't need to call anyone out. Uh, no. I know, but... I love them. I love them. I love them. All right. But yeah, back to being Gil chaotic and stuff. Good. Ah, lawful. I don't want to be lawful again. I don't get to bend the rules. The evil but, thing was it? The evil thing was it? The okay, okay. Like literally, the only thing that stopped me from killing everyone was probably the lawful part. Though, was, like, does 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 uh, Carl bring my alpaca? He did. Oh, uh, was he was he really annoying about it? Like. He says, yeah, you know, you guys really need to kind of clean your room up a little more. There's a real mess in there. I'll do it. Like, like, Lord, like, Lord, uh, 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 Luna likes to keep everything clean. So, eventually, over time, as Milo goes off on the wide world of paperwork to 
be enlisted with the academy. Uh, the rest of you guys, you kind of eventually pack up. Uh, you are sent on your way and just told, you know, uh, don't take those dimensional shackles that are modified off of Bright Claws at any point. Just keep him on his leg, and he should be of, fine. It's kind of a cool aesthetic, anyway. Yeah, so, he's so kind of cool. Down about. Uh, how, how much are they uh, worth, FYI? <laughs> Let me find out. Um, Let me double check. One, one other thing. Um, are you closing off the episode? In a second. Okay, because I have one little bit, and one little thing. It is just to be a heartwarming scene. Uh, they are a rare magical item. So probably pretty expensive. Um, so what do you want to do, Kazuma? Um, everyone's leaving. I still have Peter, the alpaca. Yep. And I, I go up to Jiraiya's body, and I just tuck it under her arm, and I walk away. Aw. Very nice. And I, and I was like, and I'm ready to eat that steak with steak and steak and egg. All right. Well, you guys eventually eat. You get packed up, and you know, this whole ordeal is taking kind of more or less all day. So you all go back to your room. When you guys are back in your room, I would like all of you to kind of make a perception check. All right. Uh, well, Z, uh, not you, Zenith. You're all good. You're uh, Milo. For now, is kind of retired 19! from the adventure. Nineteen. Oh, nineteen's good. Yeah, one. Okay, I got a, like I got like a five. And plus the fact that what is it again? Uh, uh, perception. Yeah. So an unnatural twenty at the very minimum. Dirty twenty. Plus one. So Marin and especially Luna, you guys notice that it is a little untidy in here, a little uncharacteristically so, but it's nothing out of the nothing crazy. Um, except you do realize, Luna, that uh like you keep your bed especially clean, right? You're nice and tidy. Your stuff is all kind of messed up. It's kind of messed with. Oh no, somebody's been going through my stuff. What if my textbook's been my herb? Yeah, nothing else is missing, though. But you can definitely tell somebody's been through your stuff. Uh, Marin, you suspect yourself also that somebody has been through your stuff. How is how is my box looking? Perfectly boxy. I wonder if I have a spell that would uh, allow me to see if somebody was here. I don't think so. If you, but uh, you know, tech magic is an option in case there's somebody invisible. Um, and you guys can point this out, of course. Yeah. Um, are we able to see, like, has anything been taken, or is it only just someone was looking? Um, well, it depends on where you look. Are you just looking around the whole room? Well, well my bed. It's just still the uh, same old... Yeah, you know what, Stephen, Casimo, uh, when you check, you check under your pillow, you know that uh, cylinder? Yeah. Uh-oh. You know, that cylinder used to be there. Son of a bitch, and I punch a hole... I punch a hole right through the uh, wall with my Arnold's Orc Slayer. Oh no, that was a collectible. <laughs> and uh, Rory, find somebody to cast mend on it. And uh, as uh, so, Milo, as you're going to sleep, you found yourself with a new party of people that you're kind of bunking up with. Um, you're settling down. I'm very unsure about this. I still kind of want to steal crap to help the orphanage and stuff. To help my orphanage team and stuff, but. Yeah, you're also with this weird cleric that wears a fedora. <laughs> He's very annoying. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but you guys, are, you guys are bunked in your room. Uh, you're just, uh, Carl's talking your ear off. You're not even sure what he's talking about at this point, something about comic scrolls. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. 
No, no, no. You see, in volume 25, you know, he goes off. Um, Carl, can you stop it? I'm trying to fucking sleep. Jeez. And as you say that, a dragonborn shaped fist punches right through the wall. Uh, it, does, it doesn't hit you, but it does uh, spray debris all over you. Welcome to the Academy, Milo. And that's where we'll end oh, this time. No. We're neighbors. Oh, God. Adventuring 101 features Amanda Stewart as Luna Sage, Tyler McElwim as Marin Mackus, Elliot Luke Grayson as Bright Claus, and the all-powerful Dungeon Master that we should always appreciate our Dungeon Masters, Robbie Thompson. The show was produced, edited, and plays as Cosma. Yours truly, Stephen Mercer. Don't forget to check Levi's YouTube channel, because he's a great job of playing as Milo Chrysos. So give him us a hi as like usual, like I've been mentioning this for the last few episodes. Also, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Patreon, and our Discord link down below. With our Patreon, you can support us $5 a month and that'll help us, you know, get editing and programs and all that. That'll be fantastic. And if you can't afford it, just share us on around. Just share us around on YouTube and Twitter and all that. Just also give us YouTube, uh, you know, the ratings on iTunes. It really does appreciate us uh, and help us out. And don't forget to check out Sky, aka Baby Sky. Her link's down below for the official theme song. And she did also help us out on Amanda and our, myself's new project, Tea Biscuits. She did the song on that too. So check out Tea Biscuits as well down below, and we might have a Twitter link for that. You know, just all that around. It's it's Amanda's and I's little project as well. If you want to, you know, get our little bit more shenanigans from both of us instead of everyone else, just because you know busy lives. I am very glad that Milo took the time to help us out, and well, Milo, I mean uh, Levi, and. I hope you guys have a great day and enjoyed this four-part saga that we worked on together. Have a good day. <laughs>